Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it in the Big Ten Championship. He's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Welcome to a new day. Welcome to a Thursday. No, that's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. You're a day ahead. A day ahead. Getting all mixed day up ahead here. Day ahead and a dollar short or whatever. Mm, it's you know. because you did a girls game last night, which is supposed to be on Thursdays, but instead yeah. it's on a Tuesday, and the yeah. boys are supposed to be on Fridays, and instead it's on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's just all yeah, and, uh, you know, doing research for the uh, show, trying to uh, prep for the uh, championship games uh, a little bit there as well. I think that's where my confusion started, but we're already off to a, a great start here on the uh, starting lineup. Welcome in. Uh, my name is uh, Travis Sparks. I, I can't remember that. I can't remember what day it is, but also alongside Eric Fry, and we're here for the next hour here on ESPN Radio, and uh, coming up for you. We got all of the local sports uh, that happened there uh, last night. Uh, the uh, girls' uh, sectional semifinals, who's on and whose uh, season is uh, coming to a close there last night. We'll hit up on that. We'll take a look at the uh, local sports for uh, tonight as we have uh, boys' basketball action and uh, regionals continue on for their semifinals. So who will punch their tickets to the regional championship games? We'll find out tonight, and we'll tell you all about them uh, coming up here in uh, just a little bit bit. Also, it's a busy day of basketball because the Illini have a game as they are at Penn State there at the Rec Center for the Nittany Lions. We'll hit up on that game. We'll tell you about that as well as what else happened in college basketball last night. Number one going down Mm -hmm. last night after a big win on the weekend. Once again, I think I said that uh, Creighton was favored. So just yeah, that well, out. you know, it was definitely a close one on the spread, at least. Right, and then uh, they go down after destroying Marquette uh, over the weekend. So uh, we'll hit up on the Illini. We'll hit up on college basketball. What happened there? We'll get you set for what's happening tonight there with the Illini. As you could hear right here on a 98.9, a 5, a 30. It will be the tip-off. 4.30 will begin the pregame coverage here on a 98.9, the game for that one. So might be able to get a little listen in on that when 
I'll probably be already headed over to Altamaya at that point because 6 o'clock tip-off for the uh, boys. So maybe I might get some before the game's over, potentially. Yeah. Or no. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. I'll probably have to uh, wait till view it after the game. But uh, what's new uh, there for Atlanta basketball? And uh, also uh, we'll head up on uh, some other things as well. And uh, one thing that I heard ESPN talking about yesterday We'll see if there's if there's a smoke to this fire. We'll also have the uh, latest on uh, Justin Fields and his potential movement as mm-hmm. well. So is it a big deal? Not a big deal on a social media. We'll talk about it coming up here in a little bit. And whatever you don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion uh, there. So uh, that's what we got uh, for today's uh, show. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, get it all started here today on this Wednesday. You know what that means. It's also uh, February 21st, 2024. So uh, let's get it started here in Hump Day and let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're starting off in high school girls of basketball there from last night, a sectional semi-finals, and we'll start with the sectional that I was at, and I was in Mawikwa there at Central A&M High School, and I was able to catch a lot of this game before the Altima game. Uh, but uh, the uh, Altamont game was uh, between uh, Tuscola and uh, the uh, Lady Indians, and Altamont uh, came away uh, victorious here in uh, this one with a, a strong uh, second-half effort by uh, the uh, Lady Indians, and uh, they ended up going away with this one. Uh, 52-37 to 37 was the uh, final there. So uh, Tuscola, three losses this season, and two of them come at the hands of the Lady Indians. Uh, including the one last night there. Yeah, you could say uh, kryptonite there for the A little bit, or just the NTC in general. Oh, that's true. I know they've gotten stopped by Tuscola the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, Nioga. Nioga, yeah. So, yeah. So, but good win for Altamont. Again, Travis, I, I feel they, uh, you know, we talked before we came on the air here. I think that they sounded better from, you know, I wasn't there. I was just listening to the game. But they sounded better than they played on the first time they took on Tuscola. And they mm-hmm. sounded like a complete a complete effort from that team, especially late in closing out the game. They yeah. sounded like they did a great job closing it out. Uh, yeah, I think that it was uh, definitely uh, they played their best defensive game the last time around, and uh, they only won by one. And then this time around, it was uh, by a wider margin there, mm-hmm. so they played uh, just as much exceptional defense uh, there. Uh, but Tuscola had it going on or early on as they actually had the two-point lead, and uh, I think that both teams had a great scouting report, and uh, they uh, both teams kind of uh, struggled against each other there in uh, the early going, and uh, well uh, scouted teams do that and uh, Boyer was on it there for uh, Tuscola as you know it was basically her and Nelson uh, scoring all the points for their respective squads there uh, Boyer ended up with uh, 19 points but most of those points came in the first half I want to say she had 13 
at the uh, break. And um, again, I think it was the defensive effort uh, by uh, Kylie Osteen uh, really kind of in the post against uh, Moss there. And Kylie pretty much guarded her the whole entire game. I didn't see a lot of uh, switching uh, in Nelson, I think, basically. Uh, there after that uh, first half, I kind of noticed it a little bit more in the second half, but I noticed that she was kind of trying to shadow Boyer uh, a little bit there. and uh, But just a, a great defensive effort there, holding Tuscola the single-digit quarters after that first quarter, 9-7-9 for the uh, Warriors there. And Altima hit shots, and, you know, Grace Nelson, of course, uh, she hit her, her shots as well. You know, she poured in 31 uh, for the game, and she had some and ones uh, there in the second half to kind of uh, surge in front. Skylie Klein had some big threes. Uh, she had six in the game, and uh, both of those uh, threes were important down the stretch. Peyton Osteen had some great shots in the second half as well, and she had a three as well. She finished with nine. Uh, Grunlow, uh, everybody was kind of concentrating in the backcourt, and uh, Grunlow kind of was slipped out on the uh, back end, mm -hmm. and uh, Grace was able to find her all alone uh, down the other end, and uh, Grunlow made the layup there. And yeah, I heard that play at the end of the game, you know, towards the end of the game. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, it just – it. Travis, I'm not saying it, but this Altamont team feels like it has momentum. Yeah. They feel – like I said, sometimes losses are good, and especially when those losses come. And those losses at the end of the year, Paris, Totopolis, Father McGivney, those losses, I feel, refocused this Altamont Lady Indians team and really got them to go, what can we do? We yeah. can't just rest on how well we've been playing. We need to be better. Mm. And I think they're on their way to that. And, you know, obviously, and we'll talk more, but obviously, you know, Totopolis, we know what they did uh, last night. We'll talk more about that. You know, we know what happened with Paris last night. You look at the teams Altamont has lost to this season. Mm -hmm. Of their five losses, Travis, I think three are still playing. Right. So those are pretty good losses. And mm -hmm. the, the only one you could say, uh, maybe not that one, would be that Newton loss. But right. That's early in the season. And you really, you know, you look at that and go, well, it's early in the year. But as far as recency goes, I mean, all the teams they've lost to recently are still playing basketball or were still playing as of last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely so. And even uh, the team that they uh, beat in Robinson, mm -hmm. uh, they uh, did what they did against uh, Paris there. Yep. So yep. Uh, they're still playing uh, there. So uh, it was a great effort, and it's going to take another great effort on a Thursday to uh, uh, weather the storm if you will, ah. against Salt Fork as they were victorious in the uh, game before Altamont and they ended uh, St. Anthony's uh, season there for uh, Coach Rios and uh, the uh, girls as uh, I majority of the game that I saw uh, Salt Fork really uh, controlled uh, this one and they ended up beating the Bulldogs there 51-42. to They doubled them up in the uh, first quarter and uh, it's going to be a, a tough test on a Thursday there because it looks like the, they were pretty uh, strong defensively that even uh, St. Anthony was uh, struggling uh, against. Uh, you know, I know of Hyde, the score, box score, so she had 22 points, but I think she had to earn every single one of mm -hmm. those, and uh, some of those uh, came late there. Uh, Ruhal had uh, 15, but that was really all the scoring there 
uh, for uh, St. Anthony. Uh, so I think South Florida's going to be a, a tough test and going to be – it was definitely physical for sure, and that's kind of what Coach Carr said uh, at the in the post game that it was going to be the most physical game they've had so far. And I said you would expect nothing less because there's only 16 teams playing right now mm-hmm. in 1A. So uh, I think they got some uh, dynamic players there, uh, Jameson. Uh, she's one of them. She's only a junior, and she's a standout both on the hardwood and on the softball diamond uh, there from the research that I've been doing this morning. And also uh, Russell as well. She had 12 points last night, and I think that they just were pretty great defensively. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, the storm. And, Travis, uh, you, you mentioned it, weather and the storm. Uh, Salt Fork, of their, you know, they're, they're currently 28-5. and five. Mm-hmm. All five of their losses came before the new year. Haven't lost in the new year. Three of those came before December. Yeah. So they're a, you know one of the teams they lost to was Arcola who again they you know beat on their way here yeah. um but yeah this this is going to be a tough test i feel uh you know looking at what we what we see here um you know Tuscola Tuscola beat Salt Fork they did yeah so i'm i i'm keying in on that one on the other end Paris lost to Salt Fork and then Paris beat Altamont. So, yeah. uh, I'm trying to use my transitive property here, Travis, and it's not working out so no, well. So I don't, I don't know really. how this one's going to go, <laughs> but I do feel it's going to be just looking at some of the scores from some of the the games that Salt Fork has played. They're going to look to force defensive um, more than anything. I mean, yeah, they it's going to be a defensive battle. Forty-nine to fifteen, they beat Schlarman sixty-four to nine. Um, you know, they beat BHRA thirty-eight eleven. Georgetown yeah. Ranch Farm fifty to twenty five. I mean, yeah. they don't want you to put up points. No, and that's the kind of again a lot like Altamont defense and offense. Mm-hmm. And so you got two like styles here going at each other. It should be a great game tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't anticipate it being a high scoring affair no. uh, there on a Thursday night, but uh, we're gonna bring it to you. On a Thursday, a six o'clock will be a, the tip-off there in a Central A&M High School, so uh, should be a good one for the spot in the super sectionals mm-hmm. on the line uh, there. Altamont advancing into two of their first uh, sectional championship games since that uh, 2020 season uh, there, where they uh, fell to a Tri County there in that sectional mm-hmm. title game uh, there. So. Uh, great season by both St. Anthony and uh, Tuscola, but their uh, season comes to a close uh, there last night. Uh, St. Anthony finished, uh, I think they were 24-9 and on the season, and they only graduate uh, Vonderheide, and that's a big loss uh, there with as much scoring and everything that she did. But uh, the St. Anthony will be back in Tuscola. I think they had a lot of uh, juniors as well on the team, so they'll be back as well uh, there for them. And elsewhere in other sectional games, uh, last night on the girls' side, uh, it was in the Newtness sectional there. It was the Topolis as uh, they got the win over Mora Forsyth. That's an impressive win right there. 56-48 to 48 was the uh, final score there. The Shoes picking up the uh, W uh, there. And uh, no stranger to a sectional championship games. I have them down for – I looked this up quickly this morning on IHSA, so – if it's wrong, blame IHSA. They don't have the kind of recent right. stuff completely updated. But uh, the top list, 26 sectional championships already. 
uh, to their belt uh, there. So they're going to go for another one on a Thursday. As it was uh, Chloe Probst, it looks like as she had 15. Uh, but it was, um, let's see here, Anna Probst leading the way for the shoes. Uh, she had a 21 in the uh, game for the top list. Also, it was a Rusin. At a 12, the double-figure scores there for T-Town. It looks like they got it right from the jump there as they uh, jumped out to the early 15-7 to lead. They carried that into halftime, but Maroa came back there into the third quarter. They outscored the shoes 24-12 to in that period, but then uh, Topolis was able to uh, get back on it in the fourth quarter and end up winning the game uh, there against uh, Maroa. So uh, Topolis back on to the sectional championship there. That was win number 21 on the season for its topless uh, there. And then who will they face on a Thursday for that uh, championship? Well, it's going to be Robinson as they won the rubber match here against Paris as it was Robinson taking down the Tigers 49-24 to in the game. So uh, I know that Topless and Paris had some history in the postseason mm -hmm. and Topless going up against Robinson. And you can't go any kind of uh, further, I think. Uh, Robinson has actually uh, they've won only five uh, regionals there, I think. Maybe sectionals uh, there. I'd have to do some more. Uh, research gotcha. on that, but uh, I do believe it's, you know, look at the trophy case for its top list saying Robinson, uh, not as many trophies uh, there as the top list, but uh, we'll uh, see if the top list can uh, take down another number one seed as Maroa was the top seed there. So uh, it's top list Robinson on Thursday. Uh, also in the uh, 2A of Beardstown uh, sectional, it was uh, both uh, South Central teams uh, Bowing out here as Pleasant Plains won over Gillespie, 51 to 37, and a Camp Point Central, the number one seed, beat Staunton, 56 to 50. There, also in the Class 3A FEM sectional, right here in town, in the first game of the day, it was Highland winning over Heron, 42 to 26, was the final score there. Looks like a battle there as well, but it was Highland coming out with the W. And then in the uh, nightcap, it was the host hearts winning against Mount Vernon. So technically a seed upset there as FEM uh, won against the Rams, so 75 to uh, 59. It was a close game in the first quarter, uh, but then uh, a high-scoring affair in the final quarter. But 25 to 8, they outscored Mount Vernon there into the second quarter to go on into a win. Uh, Beals had a, a big game there. She had 20. Uh, Martin had 18. Wolf had 16. Austin was in double figures as well. She had 12. Donaldson was kind of right there. She had seven in the game. So uh, the Hearts there with a, a nice win with uh, great offense and great uh, shooting as well. Therefore, the Hearts mm -hmm. taking up the W, advancing to the uh, regional champion or sectional championship. They're at home as well against Highland on a Thursday. Uh, FEM has only won three uh, sectional championships in their uh, school history. The last one was in 2019 uh, there for them, according to IHSA. Uh, 
Uh, I know how I feel about IHSA, so grain of salt, Travis. <laughs> grain of salt there. Uh, the other Apollo teams did not fare so well uh, last night as the uh, 3A Decatur MacArthur sectional saw both of the other Apollo teams still alive bow out here as Quincy Notre Dame won against Muhammad Seymour 63-46 and Mount Zion ends their season at the hands of Chatham Glenwood as it was 51-34 was the final score there. So... Uh, Mount Zion was the number one, uh, number one seed, mm-hmm. uh, but the Braves' great season there comes to a close in the sectional semifinals uh, there. And also, I wanted to throw in there that uh, Lincoln is uh, still mm-hmm. going; they're still undefeated there, still going strong. They won pretty easily over Kankakee, 64-28 last night in the East Peoria sectional, and they'll be taking on Morton, who will be Washington, 40 to 34 in the sectional championship. Going strong, Travis. They've yet to score less than 60 points this postseason. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. They've yet to give up more than 35, uh, 36. Yeah. That's a recipe for winning. Impressive. For sure. And uh, so uh, that was the uh, sectional uh, semifinals. We'll tell you more about that and uh, give you some uh, solid uh, previewing of those games uh, coming up on uh, Thursdays. Uh, show there, but uh, we got a, a regional uh, semifinals uh, tonight, so uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back and break those games all down on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Mark Patrick Seminars is coming to Effingham Tuesday, March 19th for one day only. Here we talk about how hypnosis works to help people lose weight or stop smoking. We all have an image of ourselves, and that image, if we have an image of a non-smoker, we attract non-smoker behaviors and beliefs. If we have an image of a smoker, we attract the habits of a smoker. If we have the image of a person who is overweight, we live up to those expectations. So one of the things we focus on with our programs is this, is we work on, at the subconscious level, the image snapshot of yourself. If you have a healthy image, you attract healthy habits. We work on under hypnosis, taking the pleasure association out for smokers that they have towards smoking, putting back in what they already know consciously that it's a filthy, disgusting habit that they never wish they start in the first place that's killing them dead. And we get them out of these sessions feeling good about themselves and guess what? They want to do these things instead of feel like they have to do them. Don't miss Mark Patrick Seminars, Tuesday, March 19th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. For more information, go to Mark Patrick Seminars There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Every 40 seconds, a child is reported missing. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping find missing kids. You can be a part of their mission by donating your unwanted car. Call 1 800 294 0222. You'll receive the maximum tax deduction and we provide fast, free pickup. Call 1-800-294-0222. 
Donate your unwanted or unused car. Call 1-800-294-0222. This advertisement was paid for in partnership with Cars RS and Find the Children. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer internet daily. NordVPN. Cybersecurity built for every day. And now, now here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats and I almost choked on the water. I hadn't drank yet because it says for the saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No, that's it's cumulative of the season. I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, cause they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Just got done uh, talking about uh, the uh, sectional semifinals, and now let's go uh, to the uh, boys' side of uh, basketball and the regional semifinals that are on uh, the air tonight, as in the, the uh, Class 1A Altamana Regional there. Uh, we got in the uh, first game of the night there, we got a, a rematch of, well, let's say about uh, the uh, December matchup. Let's see uh, exactly on... December, what was it? Um, let's see. Maybe it wasn't even in December. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it was uh, January 12th there. 60 to 39 was the uh, final the last two times these two teams matched up. It's Altamonte versus North Clay. The uh, Indians uh, won against Mulberry Grove the other night, and uh, North Clay uh, was victorious over South Central the other night to... Uh, uh, get to this game there, and that game is at 6 o'clock tip, so we'll have it over on a Jack FM for you tonight with the Indians and the Cardinals NTC matchup uh, there. And uh, since the really the NTC tournament, I know that the uh, Cardinals dropped the uh, opening game there uh, against uh, St. Elmo, I believe, uh, there, but then ever since then they got uh, two wins there and finished out the tournament strong and ended up a seven out of our last ten uh, they won, so uh, I would expect this game to be a lot closer yep. than the uh, one was first time around. And again, two teams that know each other very well. There's not going to be any surprises, any secrets, no. or anything like that. These two teams know each other. No, definitely not. Definitely a no surprises. Uh, that's for sure. So uh, that game is at a six, and then the game that is uh, following that is another NTC team as it's going to be uh, St. Elmer Brownstown. Uh, they are going to go up against Weber, and I have Weber down uh, for a 29 and a three uh, on the uh, season. 
and they come in as the uh, three seed, and the uh, Eagles are the uh, five seed mm-hmm. there, and that game will follow that approximately a 7.30 uh, there to see who will punch their ticket to the uh, regional championship uh, there on a Friday night there in Altamont. Uh, Weber was 8-1 and one in the uh, Midland Trail mm. uh, this season, and they lost one pretty early on. Uh, to uh, Waltonville, but that was in uh, November there, and then they went on a little bit of a win streak, and, hey, Waltonville got them again in uh, January. They also lost to Goreville mm. as well, so uh, some uh, pretty good losses yep. there on their resume yep. uh, there for Weber, so we'll see what happens uh, there tonight with St. Elmo. And uh, we also have in the uh, Ocala Valley Regional semifinals the uh, number one overall seed there, St. Anthony. It's going to be squaring off against Nokomis at uh, 6 o'clock. And these two teams have actually uh, faced off against each other uh, a couple weeks ago. Ah. And uh, they were Nokomis was one of the teams that kind of filled out the NTC-CIC shootout. Right. And uh, St. Anthony was victorious on that night. So we'll see what St. Anthony does to, uh, after their 100-point performance. Mm-hmm on monday let's be honest travis it's only down from here yeah you can't repeat that no most likely not most likely not but the bulldogs will uh, give it a go uh, tonight they're 28 and 4 on the season after that uh, win there against Ramsey in the opening round. It was 43-30 to 30 was the final the last two times these two teams matched up. Gotcha. Um, and then also we have a, another rematch in the, the other regional semifinal, the uh, four-seed Arcola against the uh, five-seed Oka Valley there in uh, Bethany this mm-hmm. time around, and that's at uh, 7.30. So a little LPC action uh, tonight for the Purple Riders and – uh, Oka Valley Timberwolves. Yeah, and that place, Oka Valley, is so tough to play in against Oka Valley. It is a small, intimate gym. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I've ta- seen. taking on um, Arcola, again, no secrets. You know what each other's doing. These teams are one and one against each other this year. Yep. This is the rubber match, and there's a lot more on the line in this one than there were the previous two. Yeah, they uh, matched up in the conference tournament, and Oka Valley ended up winning that one by 5, 50 to 45 to take the tournament. And then uh, later on, uh, just a little bit ago, on uh, February 13th, it was uh, Oka, or it was Arcola winning that one, 82 to 50 uh, there. So a uh, rubber match yep. for the regional championship, or regional, a spot in the regional right. championship right. Uh, there on the line tonight. Also, the Edwards County Regional uh, tonight, uh, as it's the uh, number one seed at Dietrich. They were the only team here in this regional that uh, got a, a bye, so they didn't play the other night. The whole night. sectional. Oh, the sectional? Yeah, in the whole sectional. They were the only team mm. that got a bye. Hmm. And uh, I knew a lot of teams. Not a lot of teams did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll be be up against uh, Edwards County. They'll start at uh, 6 o'clock, and then uh, Chrysler Rock Lutheran will take on the 11th seed of Red Hill. At a 7:30, long drive for Dietrich going to Edwards County to take on Edwards County. We'll see if that affects them as well as playing the early game. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, KZ Regional Semifinals is number two seed Tuscola against the 12 seed of Martinsville at six o'clock, and the three seed of KZ against the 13 seed Christman. Can Cinderellas keep it going? That's what yeah. I want to see in this bottom half of this. I mean. 
really every matchup, there is a higher seed and a low seed in every one of these in the lower half of the section. Dietrich, 9, yeah. Albion, 4, Chrysler Rock, 11, Red Hill, 2, Tuscola, 12, Martinsville, 3, KZ, 13, Christman. Do any of the double-digit seeds advance? That's right. what I want to watch. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, Salt Fork Regional, it's uh, St. Thomas More, the number one seed against the 11 seed of Fisher Bunnies at 6, and then the 3 seed of Salt Fork against uh, Georgetown Ridge Farm at a 7.30 there. Argenta, they kind of got a de facto buy as they had a, a forfeit in their first regional game, and they're in action tonight against the eight seed Mount Pulaski in their own regional in Argenta. And then the four seed at Georgetown and Notre Dame will take on the five seed Decatur St. Theresa at a 7.30. Mm -hmm. In the Class 2A Vandalia Regional, the number one overall seed of Lawrenceville, they didn't play either in their opening uh, round. They got a buy. They'll go up against the six seed Robinson. At 6 o'clock in the 4-seed Fairfield against the 5-seed of Flora at 7.30. And we'll see if Flora mm -hmm. can win after beating Cumberland the yep. other night. Keep their momentum going. Uh, also in Newton tonight as Topolis getting very comfortable there. They got yeah. both boys and girls. Uh, the boys are there against the 9-seed Marshall. And that's at a 6 o'clock. And then the 3-seed uh, host Newton Eagles will be up against the 12-seed uh, OPH. Uh, there at 7.30. If you're Oblong Pal Hut, I hope you didn't do laundry. I hope you're wearing the exact same thing you wore the other night against Mount Carmel. I hope you believe in every superstition because you're going to need it to take on Newton. At Newton, you're going to need it. Yeah, you know, uh, eat the same things. Yep. Maybe there's some magic dust that they, they know about. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be an uphill battle, I think, for, for Oblong Pal Hut. But I'm a fan of the underdog, Travis. So, uh, again, but it would shock me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we ran through the uh, schedule for uh, OPH. They've yep. had some uh, good wins along the way, and uh, they'll try to be a true Cinderella mm -hmm. uh, there and pull it off uh, at Newton even. Yep. Uh, Class 2A Monticello Regional, uh, the number one seed at Tolona Unity is against the host six seed Monticello at six, and then Moreau Forsyth against Warrensboro Latham at a 7.30. Uh, St. Joe Ogden Regional, it's a St. Joe against the ninth seed of Sullivan and the three seed of Shelbyville. It's a seed of Fifty and Oakwood at a 7.30. Roxana Regional, the two seed Old Marquette against the nine seed Staunton at six and then the three seed Roxana against the six seed Piasol at a 7.30. Class 2A uh, North Mac Regional there in uh, Verdon as it's going to be at the middle school located in this regional. Mm -hmm. And it's the number one seed Auburn against the seven seed host North Mac at six. And the four seed of Greenville matching up with a five seed Litchfield at a 7.30. Little South Central Conference matchup there. Mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, Stanford Olympia Regional is uh, Pure Emanuel against Bloomington Central Catholic. And then the four seed Clinton against the five seed of Downs Tri-Valley at 7.30. Class 3A Charleston Regional. It's the two-seed Mount Vernon against the eight-seed Charleston at 6. And then the three-seed Olney going up against the seven-seed Mattoon at 7.30. Marion Regional, the number one seed is Centralia against uh, Carbondale at 6. And then Heron against Marion at 7.30. Danville High School Regional, the uh, number one overall seed there, uh, Mount Zion against the eight-seed Danville at 6. And the four-seed Champaign Central against the seven-seed Urbana at 7.30. Decatur Eisenhower Regional, the uh, two seed Decatur MacArthur against the six seed Eisenhower, and the three seed of Champaign Centennial 
going up against the five seed Muhammad Seymour. And finally, the Springfield and Lanfear Regional, the number one overall seed there, Lincoln, against Springfield Sagar Griffin at six, and a Springfield Lanfear against a Springfield Southeast at a 7.30 there tonight in a regional action. And we'll have coverage of that Altamont uh, North Clay game at a 6 o'clock, and we'll have the scores up on the website uh, for you tomorrow morning uh, there. So, And we'll have uh, the recap tomorrow as well mm -hmm. and a preview of the uh, girls' sectional games uh, tomorrow as well. So uh, that will move on from local high school basketball, and we'll talk more local basketball. We'll talk about the Illini coming up next in their matchup with uh, Penn State as well as uh, college basketball in general coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have a 10-pound box of Pollock for $24.50 and New York Strip Steak for $12.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. The Cromwell Media Group of Illinois operate radio stations WCRC, WCRA, WHQQ, WJKG, and 96.3 Classic Rock is an equal opportunity employer dedicated to providing broad outreach regarding job vacancies. We seek the help of local organizations in referring qualified applicants to our stations. Organizations that wish to receive our vacancy information should contact Cindy Hansen, EEO Manager, at 217-428-4487. That's 217-428-4487. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. 
Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. And now. Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup Trophy. Tigers enter at 4-5 and five, while the Gamecocks are 5-4. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness and illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. <laughs> Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was a there. good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, <laughs> save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Updates, and the CONCACAF Champions Cup with a 2-1 win over the Houston Dynamo at City Park. Uh, St. Louis City will begin the regular season against Real Salt Lake on Saturday before playing Houston in the second leg of the tournament's first round next Tuesday. Don't quite understand all that. College basketball action for tonight. SIU will host Murray State. Missouri State welcomes Bradley. The Blues are getting ready for their game against the Islanders at Enterprise Center tomorrow night. Blues are on a two-game losing streak after falling to Toronto 4-2 on Monday. St. Louis fourth in the Central Division with 60 points and a 29-24-2 record. The Blackhawks try to get back in the wing column when they host the Flyers at the United Center tonight. Hawks coming off a 6-3 road loss to the Carolina Hurricanes on Monday. Chicago, 33 points, a 15-38-3 record. The Bulls won't have an important piece coming off their bench when they begin the second half of the NBA season. Forward Torrey Craig is expected to miss two to four weeks after spraining his right knee during a workout over the All-Star break. Craig is averaging 6.1 points and 4.7 rebounds in 33 games for the Bulls this season. Chicago hosts Boston tomorrow night. The Bears are making franchise history. The team hired its first-ever women's assistant coach yesterday. Chicago's bringing in Jennifer King to become its assistant running backs coach. King became the first black woman to earn a coaching job in NFL history in 2021. She's had stops in both Washington and Carolina during her career. Welcome in. Well, back. Uh, welcome back to uh, the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits and more to come with the uh, Bears. And that will come up here in just a few minutes, though. We got to talk about some college basketball first. As last night in the college basketball world, we had a number one go down. Mentioned it a little bit at the top of the show there, but Creighton pulled it off there and they beat the number one Huskies 85 to a 66. So. Just after UConn beats down Marquette, they get beat down to themselves mm-hmm. uh, there. So just when we thought UConn was uh, better than last year or kind of invincible, they're not so invincible. They lose uh, there. So they're human. And uh, Coach Charlie said that the coaches were bad at coaching. The players were bad at playing last night. Well, yeah, that's kind of what happens whenever you lose. Yeah, that's what happens when you lose that margin mm. it was the uh creighton's first time beating a number one team good for creighton their school history when their uh, program that's history. what happens when you come in thinking you're you know what doesn't stink yeah so uh, they had some confidence and uh they certainly uh got it done against uconn last you, night you know a team travis that doesn't have any confidence Who's that? That's Missouri. Yeah, uh, Mizzou lost again, so there's still a goose egg in the SEC. 
They lost to Tennessee. They're number five in the country, so give uh, the Tigers a little bit of slack. It was a five-point game. Yeah, 72-67, so it was a close game. But You hate to see it, don't you? Oh, you absolutely hate to see it. Yep. At home, too. Shout-out to Will, one of our board ops. Big Mizzou fan. Sorry you stink. <sighs> I, I did not know that about him. Yeah. You just revealed something to me. Sorry. Hmm. I've seen him wear Cardinal stuff and seen him wear Blue stuff. Mm-hmm. Two thumbs up. It, he goes down in the rankings. Now. I don't think he's a huge Missouri fan, but he is a Missouri fan. Living in St. Louis for a while will do that to you. And he went to Missouri uh, to school. So. Well, that's uh, acceptable okay. uh, then, but... Still. <laughs> Went down a couple of notches there. <laughs> Wish Eric didn't reveal that. Sorry. Mm. Uh, number 25. Talk B- to him. <laughs> number 25, BYU. Uh, upset number 11, uh, Baylor. They won a 78-71. Uh, there did the Cougars. Uh, St. Mary's won in a close one over uh, San Francisco, a 70-66. So uh, still 13-0 in the West Coast Conference are St. Mary's. Uh, Utah State also won against number 19 at San Diego State, a 68-63 with an upset. And a number 23 at Texas Tech won over TCU by a single point, 82-81 was the uh, final score there uh, last night in a top 25 uh, action. Uh, the Big Ten last night we had Iowa win against Michigan State, 78. We also had Wisconsin proving that they can win again as they beat Maryland 74-70 there at the Kohl Center last night for the Badgers. So uh, that's a a look at what happened there uh, last night on the uh, schedule, on the uh, docket for uh, tonight is Illinois. They're back in action, and uh, they're up against uh, Penn State uh, tonight. Illinois now in a second place alone in the Big Ten and currently uh, right now, not much success against the Nittany Lions as we're on a three-game losing streak against uh, Penn State, including them knocking us out of the uh, opening round of the Big Ten tournament mm-hmm. last year uh, there. So that's the last time that we played Penn State. And so here we go. And, again, it's going to be a little special back-to-the-wreck game as that gym only holds about 6,500 fans and uh, you know it's going to be a sellout there, obviously, uh, with a spe- such a special occasion. They've done this before. Uh, they've played there in 2015, I think, was their last one. Uh, but they've never hosted a Big Ten school with this back-to-the-rec game until tonight. So it should be a pretty cool uh, atmosphere uh, there. And Brian Barnard will have all the action uh, there tonight, seven and a half point favorites are Illinois mm-hmm. on the road there at the wreck tonight. So uh, 5.30 will be uh, the uh, tip-off there, and the 4.30 will begin our pregame coverage. Uh, Penn State has kind of been uh, struggling uh, coming into this one. Uh, like I mentioned, Illinois three-game losing streak against the Nittany Lions. Well, that's what the Nittany Lions are on. They're on a three-game losing streak uh, themselves. Uh, their last win, it came against Iowa, but then they've dropped games against at Northwestern, against Michigan State uh, by eight, and then on Saturday they fell to Nebraska, 68-49 in Lincoln. Uh, there was their last game. So uh, Penn State scuffling a little bit, 6-9 mm-hmm. and nine 
there in the uh, conference for the Nittany Lions. So, yep. Illinois got to take care of business if they want to set up that a big matchup on March 5th against Purdue. Mm-hmm. So, conference is in our hands, in our destiny. So, we'll see uh, what happens uh, tonight there. And hopefully. Hopefully a win. Hopefully a win. Hopefully a dub. Hopefully a cover. Uh, number eight, Duke is also at Miami. Number 24, Florida is against number 13, Alabama. Number 16, Dayton is at George Mason. Uh, DePaul is at number seven, Marquette. Number 17, Kentucky is against LSU. And number 22, Colorado State is up against New Mexico tonight as well. And anything else going on in the uh, Big Ten? We also have Nebraska and Indiana. They're at the uh, other Assembly Hall there in Bloomington. Nebraska favored by a point and a half there in that one. So Mm -hmm. uh, We'll be back to uh, talk about it uh, tomorrow. Hopefully another Illini win uh, there tomorrow or tonight. And uh, we move along here and uh, we uh, move along here and we'll switch things up to a little football and uh, is there smoke? Is there fire in Chicago? Well, uh, we'll talk about it and see if that means anything. Uh, the potential movement of a certain quarterback there in uh, Chicago is what we're closing out the show with here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. Right now and get 50% off installation with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. 800-717-4599. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Chicago Alderman George Card- Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City. The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name? They were like, ah, who cares? George Card- Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's only, only George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game.
welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you and rolling here on 98.9 for just a, a smidge bit longer. But uh, I kind of chuckled before we uh, turned the uh, mics on because I uh, saw uh, Coleman Hawkins' uh, Snapchat uh, about them uh, shooting around in the rec center. Mm -hmm. And he said, this is where they got us playing tomorrow. <laughs> so clearly, Coleman. Is uh, like, this is where we're playing, huh? All right. All right. I also love all these uh, screenshots as well, taking a look at how much battery life that these uh, people have. I know, right? Better get to a phone charger. You're in the <laughs> yellow, dude. Whoever took that screenshot of Coleman Hawkins' Snapchat there. So I thought that was kind of humorous. But hey, that uh, also uh, would uh, transition uh, beautifully because uh, that's what we look at today's day and age. We look at social media. We do. And uh, you brought this up to me uh, yesterday. I did. I, I know. And uh, they also talked about it a little bit on uh, Carlin versus Joe about uh, it doesn't mean anything that apparently that Justin Fields has stopped, uh, unfollowed the Bears on social media and uh, now follows some uh, people in the uh, Falcons organization like mm -hmm. Kyle Pitts mm -hmm. and B. John Robinson and whatnot. Does that matter at all? It matters a little bit with the uh, sportsbook odds as they've uh, kind of now shifted on some uh, sportsbooks. They have a special little thing of player prop right. of where players will land. And uh, with that, the Falcons are now the favorites. Yeah. To land Justin Fields, if the Bears should happen to move on from him and decide to take Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick, I can't. I everyone I've heard Travis talk about this is saying, well, this this guarantees he's leaving. Like the Bears made this trade at the same time last year for the one pick. Like you know, so it, it would make sense they'd make another trade at this point in time. Blah blah blah. I I. I don't know if this is Justin Fields pushing the Bears' hand. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if – it's either one of two things. Either he knows something the rest of us don't that hasn't been announced yet that is pending or probable to happen, or he's trying to force their hand, Yeah. that being the Bears, and saying either commit to me or don't. Right. But let's move this on. Hmm. Let's go one way or the other. Let's not uh, drag it out until the draft. This, this is this is what we know for sure. This is a for sure guarantee lock, Travis. And I know early in the process there were people who saying saying this. Both these quarterbacks will not be on the Bears. Justin Fields and Caleb Williams oh, will not well, be yeah. on the Bears together. Yeah, then no. You know, there's not going to be a competition. There's not going to be a year under the learning tree. No. There's going to be none of that. No. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah. It's just a matter of which one. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think at this point, I'm just kind of like, all right, let's just do it. Let's make a decision way or the other. I'm almost tired of talking about it. I just want to see... What ends up uh, happening here, I mean, I could tell you blue in the face of how Justin Fields is just fine, but make a decision one way one way or the other. Uh, but maybe it is something 
that you unfollowed them on social media. I don't know. I don't know either. And again, I don't know what the Bears are thinking. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I know what I would do. And that is I would trade that one pick to two to Washington and try and get more picks and then take Marvin Harrison Jr. at two. Yeah. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily necessarily going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's going to be there. The other thing I the other thing I've seen floated out there is the Giants and moving all the way back to six and getting Saquon Barkley in the deal as well. Mm. And I don't know if I like that because I can't trust the health of Saquon Barkley. Right. Yeah, that's the only problem there. That's the only problem. And. I'm sorry, and I have been the whole time, Travis, and, and I know you have too. I'm not sold on Caleb Williams being the guy. Mm-hmm. At the same yeah. time, I'm not sold on Justin Fields being the guy either. Mm. I think Justin Fields is closer to being the guy than Caleb Williams is. Right. But I'm not 100% this is going to be the guy. Mm. Because Justin Fields hasn't had a chance, as we've talked about. Different head coaches, different offensive coordinators, different everything. No help, no yeah. line, no impact players, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caleb Williams, at least according to the experts and people who look at these things, he had a lot of help out there at USC. He had a lot of talented people out there Lincoln Riley was his head coach who's the quarterback whisperer and everything like that and he couldn't win a championship yeah and couldn't sniff the playoffs yeah and in big games this season USC didn't get it done yeah now I know everyone said well it's his defense well guess what Bears defense is not great either I say it's not that great started to play a little bit better there but uh, yeah, not that great either, but uh, this would be an awesome move for the uh, Falcons oh, if yes. they could potentially uh, turn this deal, and uh, Justin Fields would definitely make a, a difference there uh, for the uh, Falcons uh, before this little uh, Instagram unfollowing and whatnot. Uh, the Steelers were also being talked about as a potential landing spot if the Bears potentially uh, move on uh, from uh, Justin and uh, the Steelers are also uh, kind of in the mix of if Russell Wilson gets dealt as well, they would, uh, they're now uh, the favorites to land Russell Wilson mm. potentially in a deal as well. So um, if you're wondering, you can also have some uh, player props on uh, Kirk Cousins as well. I was going to say, Travis, there are eight teams I feel in the top 10 right now who need quarterbacks or who are looking at quarterbacks. Washington, the Patriots, the Titans, and the Falcons. Those mm-hmm. are it. If you're the Bears, those are the only teams that are going to be trading with you to get Justin Fields or trading for that one pick Yeah, in the top 10. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I don't know what you do. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll uh, find out answers uh, soon enough, but if the social media tells us anything, we may have already found out our answer there all right so we'll uh, continue uh, talks in uh, the uh, podcast but coming up next here on espn radio is a uh, carlin versus joe so enjoy and uh, stay tuned later on tonight for that Atlanta game right here on 98.9 and a 4 30 pregame coverage starts so uh ill we'll talk to you then thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game 
Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And we still got more stuff to uh, hit up on uh, that uh, Bears conversation and what uh, they uh, should do with number one, wearing the jersey, number one. So we'll hit up on that as well as we got some of uh, this data and sports history uh, to cover as well and whatever else we can get to here in the uh, podcast so mm-hmm. that's what we got mm-hmm. down the line down the pike and is there anything on sports center you wanted to clean up yeah let's get into uh sports center uh patriots captain matthew slater is announcing his retirement after 16 years i did say that yeah speaking of retirements let's just go from one to the other as former all-star eric hosmer announces his retirement ah so. oh, eric hosmer yep the haas <laughs> Such a royal legend. Yep. Hey, was an all-star that year. Um, the Detroit Lions are moving on from a former top pick. ESPN reports that uh, Tracy Walker the third has been released. Hmm. So there's that. Uh, a longtime member of the Houston Rockets has died. Former Rockets guard or forward Robert Reed died at his Houston home Monday as well. Um... Red Wings are locking up one of their key young playmakers. Detroit has signed forward Michael Rasmussen to a four-year, $12.8 million contract extension. The Tampa Bay Rays have added a key player to their lineup, as reports are that they agreed to a one-year, $1.5 million deal with Amad Rosario. 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 He was with uh, the Guardians, traded to the Dodgers in exchange for Noah Syndergaard before last season's trade deadline. Mm. Uh, Alabama have decided who will be the team's new offensive coordinator as Kalen DeBauer has hired Nick Sheridan as the team's new OC and Jamarcus Shepard as co-offensive coordinator. Mm. Because when you have two offensive coordinators, you have no offensive coordinators. It makes a right. Two wrongs make a right. And Apple, Travis, is launching its first sports app. The company launched Apple Sports on Wednesday, a free app that shows real-time scores, stats, and live betting odds. This comes just ahead of March Madness, for which the app will give real-time data for men's and women's NCAA basketball. Apple Sports launched with data from the NBA, NHL, and MLS, and will add others, including the NFL, over time. Mm. So An there. app. There you go, an app from Apple. Another app, Another to, app. to download. Yep, yep. Great. And Lionel Messi is in action tonight as Inter-Miami will host Real Salt Lake hmm. to kick off the regular season there of the MLS. Yeah. By the way, just in case you were wondering, and MLS is so weird, Travis. So their season starts today. Yeah. The final regular season day will be October 19th, and the MLS Cup Final is December 7th. Yeah. This is literally a year-round sport. Yeah. You Keeps a, going. A month off. It's like NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure there's playoffs in there, and I'm, it goes yeah, the all the season, way until, The regular though. season ends October, and then the, 
the cup final is December 7th, but like last night city played. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just, I don't know who's watching soccer. That <laughs> in America, uh, everybody in else, America, everybody else besides us in America. So there you go. That's uh <laughs> sports center. And by the way, in case you were wondering, yes, we did pick Amaro Rosario and where he would end up. And that's a dead way. we did. And both of us picked that one wrong. So, uh, another miss. Travis said the Tigers, and I said the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So we are down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people left on our free agency game, Travis, that have not signed. Mm. That we picked. And right now you are ahead. Well, actually, no, we're tied at three as far as the signings, but you are ahead because you had Soto to the Yankees and Burns to the Orioles. So I need... I need either Joey Votto to sign with the Cubs, Tommy Pham to sign with the Royals, Tim Anderson to go to the Marlins, Matt Chapman to the Cubs, Cody Bellinger to the Giants. Let's make this happen. Make it happen. Blake Snell to the Diamondbacks? I mean, uh, let's go. People are already uh, at the spring training facilities. Yeah. Let's go. We need to get these uh, people signed. Scott nope. Boris. Nope. Get your clients signed. Nah, he's going to wait it out. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he's going to field an expansion team (laughs) in uh, uh, Vegas or Salt Lake or Nashville all on his own just for his clients. Yep. That's his his plan. Do you think he has the Scott Boris workout facility that they're all training at right now? I mean, he's had to have. (laughs) He's had to have with when MLB was forcing a potential lockout. He had to have. (laughs) So... Let's get it done. Yep. Let's get some people signed. <sighs> we got our first Cardinal game coming up. This Saturday. This Saturday. CRA. This Saturday because of the Illini. Yep. Yep. Had to make a tough call on that one, which one took priority, but we decided Illini stay on HQQ. Hell yeah. And, I mean, it is it's spring, spring training, training and uh, we'll have the Sunday game too, right? Yep, on HQQ. From yep. what I see. Yep, back to back. Nice. So, <laughs> these guys will just be a signing and walking in on the outfield wall just like Albert did. Travis, they're not going to sign until April. <laughs> and then people will wonder why Cody Bellinger is hitting like 120. Yes, and everyone will be mad about it. Blake Snell's giving up home run after home run after yeah. home run. Well, That's these guys right. didn't have a spring training, so there's that. So, I also did see that uh, you got to be careful during baseball season with uh, Ellie De La Cruz. He had a, a foul ball, his teammate's uh, car busted his window. Oh, that's not I think good. It was Hunter Green's car Ooh. <laughs> during batting practice. I don't know if it was a home run or just a foul ball, but you got to watch those. And your cars, your vehicles. Mm-hmm. That's why baseball games, if I ever go cover them here in town, I always make sure to park way away from any oh, yeah. foul territory. Never had it happen. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. It'll happen now. <laughs> it will. But I'll still park by the pavilion. Mm. <laughs> way out there. I'll park by the high school <laughs> if I go to anywhere else. Get your steps in. Exactly. I have no problem walking. That's right. As long as it's nice, nice weather. Like uh, today. Yes. Like today. Exactly. Broke out the shorts today. I Yep, I did as well. 
I don't care how cold it is tonight. No. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess we can uh, continue our conversation here with the uh, Bears and okay. you know, what they do here with a lot of people else talking about it. Yes. As well. So here's here's my thing, Travis. Excuse me. And we've we've heard it die down. Um and that is Caleb Williams wanting to go to Chicago. Yeah, his like preferred list. Yes. Yeah, and say that has kind of uh, died down a lot. Yes. Hmm. And this happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago. There was someone who said that, you know, Caleb Williams did not want to go to the Bears, and Caleb Williams people immediately called him and said that they don't want to. They they don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud. They're passionate. They fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place that you tarp off the upper deck. Hmm. However, I don't think Travis, he wants to go to the bears and I could see him pulling an Elway. Hmm. Or an Eli Manning. Or an Eli Manning. Hmm. But nowadays, you know, Elway, when he did it, he was like, I'll go play baseball for the Yankees. You don't have to do that now. You can just go back to college. Yeah. I don't know. Does Caleb Williams have any more eligibility left? Yes. Hmm. Well, he did threaten to uh, to potentially do that. He did. But I don't know. Is it too late? I know with all the... Stuff around college football. I don't even know if he can still do that. I have no idea. I have no clue. Mm. But Travis, that, and that's why I wanted to bring this up, that is doomsday scenario for the Bears. You decide Caleb Williams is our guy. We're trading Justin Fields. Caleb Williams is the guy. And Caleb Williams, you draft him, you talk to him, he's – He's kind of nonchalant, but you're 100% sold. He's the guy. It's what we're going to do. We've already traded Justin Fields. And then draft night, Caleb Bloom goes, nah, I really don't want to go to the Bears. I'm not going to play for you. Hmm. Well, I would hope that as an organization you would do your due diligence. And you would hope, Travis, but again, this is the Chicago Bears we're talking Caleb about. Caleb Williams, yeah. This is, you know, this is the Chicago Bears. This isn't a normal organization that's ran correctly. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. So, um, the and I kind of want that to happen, honestly. You want the last second switcheroo? Yeah. Ugh. I I want him to say no. I don't want to play for the Bears. Man, I, I don't know. I want a lot of things to to, uh, to happen here. I kind of a small part of me wants. I definitely want them to keep Fields, but if they end up getting rid of them, uh, the cynical side of me definitely wants them to go ball out in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. uh, then Williams kind of be like, I don't know, necessarily a bust, but 
I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to have it on draft day to not want to play for him. I think maybe if you're the Bears, you can sell him, sell him on it. That hey, this is the place to be. I know maybe you look for like from the outside, may not want to come here, come to the organization, but come here. We're going to build around you. You're the guy now. We got rid of uh, Justin just for you. This is your team. No one else's. And just kind of really hard sell on Caleb there. But again, you look at the history. The history where? In Chicago. If I'm Caleb Williams. Mm Mm-hmm. They have never treated a quarterback well. Never really had a quarterback. They've never really had a quarterback. And the ones they have, they chase out of town as soon as something goes wrong. Yeah. Whether it's the quarterback's fault or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you got to do is look at Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Was he great? No, but he led him to more playoff wins than Justin Fields did. <laughs> yep. Playoff appearances for sure. Yeah. So... And they ran him out of town. Kyle Orton, before that, he had a couple good years there. Ran him out of town. Jay Cutler, ran him out of town. Jay Cutler. Even Rex Grossman. (laughs) He got him to a Super Bowl, Travis. He did. Ran Uh, him out of town first available. More more so the the defense. But he he had to be that offense. Someone had to be the quarterback. Yes, someone had to be the trend Delver. Yes. Cade McNown, <laughs> run him out of town. Jim Miller, ran him out of town. Jim Miller. It's always the quarterback's fault. My gosh. <laughs> Eric Kramer, ran him out of town. My goodness. They ran them all out of town. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Caleb Williams, do I want to put myself in that scenario? <sighs> I mean... Maybe you can be the one that changes it. Maybe you can be different. But as we know from college, Travis, these kids are not used to that. They're used to, I want to get my way, and if I don't, I'll transfer to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If I'm not the starter, and if we're not contending, I'll go somewhere where I can be. And I'll just leave. Mm -hmm. Or in Caleb Williams' case, I'll sit out the year. I will not suit up for you this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, with uh, everything kind of uh, dying down from that perspective, I would, if that would be a potential scenario, I think you would hear more about it. But here's the thing, Travis. Really hearing that. Yes, you're not hearing a whole lot about it. Why are you not hearing about it? Like I said, the the media personality who mentioned that, that was two weeks ago. What has happened in that time frame in those two weeks? Cliff Kingsbury got hired as the offensive coordinator of the Commanders, who was his offensive coordinator at USC. Commanders are number two. Mm-hmm. It's died down because Caleb Williams can now say to the Bears, trade me to the Commanders. If you're going to draft me, trade me to the Commanders and get something back. Mm. Apparently on his uh, wiki page, uh, Caleb Williams is uh, from Washington, D.C. Exactly. He's from D.C. Hmm. He worked with Cliff Kingsbury. It it makes sense to the commanders. 
And here's the thing, Travis. I I, I know born in Washington D.C. Gonzaga College High School. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not an expert at grading draft prospects. That's not what I get paid to do. But there are two other quarterbacks that are going to go in the top ten. And I think I like both of them a little bit more than Caleb Williams. Hmm. I like Drake May. These guys can't miss. And I like Jalen Daniels. Ah, uh, yeah. Because now Drake May, I like his arm better than Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is more athletic. But I think Drake May's got a better arm. And I like Jalen Daniels winning mindset. Mm. Caleb Williams does not have a winning mindset. Mm. <sighs> I guess we'll see. I, I don't necessarily am as high as Daniels uh, as you are. I kind of go lean Drake May uh, with that. Yes, but. I think I think Drake May is is the camp miss. But here's Chicago. If you want to trade Justin Fields, get draft capital, fine. Use that one pick on Marvin Harrison Jr. Use the eight pick on Jalen Daniels. Hmm. I think he'll be gone by then. I don't think so. Or you use whatever pick you get in the Justin Fields trade. And you trade up to five or six. Mm-hmm. To me, the must-miss prospect of this draft is Marvin Harrison Jr. He's the can't-miss guy. Because wide receivers he definitely is he definitely is uh, one of the best for wide sure. Wide receivers like him don't come around all that often. Mm. That can make an impact day one. Yeah. At the wide receiver position, usually it takes a little bit of time. I mean, Randy Moss, as far as drafted and immediately made an impact. Randy Moss in Minnesota. Yeah. I can't think of another one. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's others, but I can't really think right now. I I think, like I said, I I would go Marvin Harrison Jr. Because quarterbacks come out every year in the draft. Yeah, but some experts, not every day you get a Caleb Williams coming out in the and draft. Not every day you so. get a Marvin Harrison Jr. either. Yeah, well, that's true. And uh, people that get paid more than us will make those decisions. And, uh, you know, the uh, reason why this uh, comes up, not only because Justin did that on following on uh, social media, but the uh, NFL scouting combine is uh, coming up yep. next week yep. uh, there in that's when the Indianapolis. That's kind of their trade last year. Yeah, so it's not really a confirmed a deadline of potentially, but if you look at recent history, yep. they would – be doing that at some point during the combine and uh, I guess this is maybe how much I don't pay attention to the combine apparently it lasts a whole week huh. yeah that was a weekend uh, well because well, every position play every position gets its own day so uh, well I mean I guess they go through some uh, other things but the field drills don't really start until Thursday mm-hmm. uh, there so maybe some other 
interviews takes three days worth of interviews. But uh, Michigan has the most players invited to the combine of this year. Uh, Washington has a 13. And if you're wondering, six Illini are going to be there at the uh, combine. Uh, they're including uh, Newton, Johnny Newton. Mm. One of six Illini that will be there at the draft combine. So that will be next week, though. Already the uh, end of February next week. Next Friday is March 1st. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It is. Mm. All right, so uh, you have anything else besides uh, this day in sports history? Nope, just this day in sports history. All right, this day in sports history. Let's get it. What's happened? All right, uh, 2002, 16-year-old Sarah Hughes beat Michelle Kwan to win gold in a memorable upset. On this date in 2009, number three North Carolina loses to unranked Maryland in overtime. And on this date in 2016, Anthony Davis scores a career-high 59 points for the Pelicans in a 111-106 win over the Pistons. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's it. it? That's it. Huh. That's it. I thought there was more than that. Nope, that's it. That's it. Only three today. We'll have more tomorrow. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a lot of stuff to uh, talk about tomorrow. Yep. A lot yep. of stuff to uh, recap in a preview on a Thursday show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. As soon as I uh, find the music bed to uh, play us out here, that's what I'll do. So uh, we'll get on out of here and uh, get on getting on. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll be back for you tomorrow to uh, recap all those things. Illini, high school basketball. All that good stuff on tomorrow's show. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Peace out.